Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything within it. I'm Biz Paul, here in the UK, I'm joined by my fabulous friend Felicia Jones from Castle Rock, Colorado in America. Hey Paul, how are you? I'm alright actually, I'm not too bad, it's a happy day here in the UK. Yay, what's mm. going on? Uh, it, it's like another stage of coming out of lockdown i mean like every week i seem to be talking about something else that's that's happening <laughs> and here we are today's hugging day today's hugging day i thought mm -hmm. okay okay so it was on the calendar so that you can go hug people i could yeah friendly intimate okay. contact from today friendly what about unfriendly intimate contact uh well that's not sanctioned so don't okay. Be doing that. okay okay all right so are you going to friendly um contact people today no <laughs> okay are other people joining in or is this just one of those things that's just nice to say and people will you know stay at home uh no i think there's plenty of people having friendly intimate contact wow look at you just over not in the me. uk <laughs> you know <laughs> maybe your birth rate will go up over there a little bit oh uh, i would Im i would imagine it, it would although as we established on previous episodes, that's not really stopped. <laughs> no, no, because your STD rate has raised. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, it's efficiency, I guess. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's what's been going on today. There's, uh, I mean, I, I literally haven't seen, I haven't done anything different. I haven't seen anyone, uh, so I, I I don't I don't know. But you know, all the TV shows, all the news are coming live from a pub. <laughs> live from a pub. Mm. <laughs> it's the baby steps in life. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Well. I, I guess the, the biggest issue here is to mask or not to mask. So I know we're going to talk about that a little bit later, but yeah, that is the issue here. The CDC has told America that if you are vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask unless you go indoors to a hospital or to or ride an airplane. Okay. Question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you say go indoors, is it go indoors to a hospital or just go indoors? Indoors, they, I think they mean like indoors for anything, okay. uh, restaurants, movie theaters, that type of stuff. Oh, so did you have a mass mandate outdoors then? Because we didn't. There was kind of a mask mandate for outdoors, depending on what state you were in. <laughs> they wanted you to wear a, a mask all the time. So a couple of weeks ago, that was the big uh announcement from the cdc i think it was like two weeks ago they said you don't have to wear a mask outdoors and people were like wow cdc thank you for telling us that <laughs> and then of course a week later they said that we didn't have to wear a mask at all so but yeah uh, they recommended that you wore a mask outside and quite a few people did and still do wear a mask outdoors yeah i mm. i would wear mine outside uh, but that was in the early days when we walked the dog because, you know, I didn't know who was around me. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people had deal with pollen issues here. So they like wearing their mask outside. Do you think people will still wear a mask? Yes, that that is heavily debated topic here. People announcing that they will still wear a mask no matter what. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. See, I'm quite into that idea. See, I was thinking the other day, actually, I quite like wearing a mask. I don't, I don't, I don't mind it at all. Uh, I think certainly if I've got a cold or if I feel a bit under the weather, I will definitely be wearing a mask. I'm not going to give a, a cold to somebody else. Yeah. 
I, it doesn't bother me. I don't, mm. um, I've, I've gotten used to wearing the mask and mm. it's kind of nice. Um, I, I like it when, you know, the people who serve your food wear them because now you don't have to worry about spittle on your food and things yeah. like that. Ooh, not thought about that, but yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we've, we've watched the videos when, when you talk and how much spray comes out. Uh, <laughs> I know they're kind of gross. So I'm always just surprised when people are, you know, they're going into coffee shops now and like yelling at people for wearing a mask. And I'm just thinking you should want them to wear masks. They should have been wearing masks years ago Hang on. so that, you know, your food is okay. Let's back up a minute here. People uh -huh. are being yelled at for wearing a mask rather than not wearing yes. a mask. Yes, people um, are going into establishments, mainly like coffee shops and some restaurants, um, and kind of verbally attacking people for wearing the mask now. Whoa. See, the other way around, I saw that happening, you know, please wear a mask, please wear a mask. But like now yeah. they're being shouted out for wearing a mask? Well, yeah, and I've had, unfortunately, I've had a friend who has run into this situation where she has been shamed for wearing a mask uh, indoors at, you know, at a at an establishment or or things like that. So, yeah, it's, um, I guess we're just coming full circle with the crazy. See, I don't think, I don't think that's on. See, I've definitely reached the point where you, you've kind of got to respect people's decisions right if well i say that obviously i'm thinking from a pro mask point of view if somebody yeah. if you don't have to wear a mask and somebody wants to wear a mask that's a, a that's a that's the safer thing it's the protective thing to do so so fine not wearing a mask is the more dangerous thing so maybe that shouldn't be fine but but you can't come on you can't have a go at somebody for choosing to protect somebody else surely well, they they are giving it a, a good go. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't understand. And, you know, when it comes to the decisions you make, let people decide. But it also goes the other way when people decide not to vaccinate and all that kind of stuff. So it's mm -hmm. a I think we are in the next phase of this pandemic of how we are going to start dealing with everybody. No mask, mask vaccinated unvaccinated and all getting back to normal or whatever that was before and a lot of people are having some issues with that of of kind of going outdoors and going inside and a lot of companies are wanting people to come back to work and people are kind of freaking out right now yeah do you know i was talking to somebody today not in person um but on the <laughs> telephone and they they ran a business and they were saying to me that none of their staff want to come back and it was like what do you yeah. what do you do about that you know yeah there's a line yeah. isn't there between going actually we need this to we need this business to function in a certain way and ultimately we do need you back in some capacity maybe not in the same way but in some capacity it's going to need to happen at what point do you say actually guys enough's enough if that's your stance yeah, yeah that's gonna be that's gosh that's a whole other episode of the show isn't it because <laughs> that that's a big one here a lot of people aren't wanting to go back even though it has been reported that productivity amongst most companies have been like through the roof yeah. since everybody's been home so yeah. i don't know how businesses are going to deal with that i mean you're in that situation well you have a team that comes in person so i guess you're gonna have to figure that out as well uh yeah. yeah so many things 
so many things to deal with right now. <laughs> it, 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 that, just in that particular qu question, that that is a difficult one because I've found that people do want to get together, but you know, no one's interested in going back. So I'm like, well, okay, we've got to find a happy medium. And I just let people decide. But this person that I was talking to, she was saying that like literally nobody wants to come back. And it's like, oh, you know, yeah that's difficult gonna be... but this this everyone's at different stages aren't they in their in their sort of coming out of the chrysalis well yeah everybody's in a different stage some people are wanting to go back to work others are not going don't want to go back to work so oh, here's an interesting thing so uh dustin's company they decided that they were going to open up partially open up their offices starting in like july but uh the way they they set it up was that if you wanted to come into the office, you had to commit to coming in every day. There was no other no other option. It was either you're in or you're out. Mm. And so many people decided, no, that's okay. So now they're kind of they were saying, but so many of you said you wanted to come back to work. They were like, yeah, not all the time though, mm. <laughs> not for the eight hours. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Interesting. Um, people's yeah. people's attitude. To, towards so many things have changed and some have become more or less extreme depending on what side of the the fence you're on i mean just thinking about these these you know the idea of vaccination for many many people they would not have given vaccination a second thought really they'd have just got their letter to say right you need to have your measles jab now or yeah. you need to have your hpv jab uh, my my son is 13 he's had his letter that says you need to get your HPV uh, jab now. And, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, fine, whatever. And I imagine that we've all gone through life doing that and, and not really questioned it. And then this coronavirus pandemic occurs and suddenly people are going, oh, vaccine. Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's, uh, we're, we're questioning all kinds of drugs, which is, I mean, there are very legit questions around a vaccine that is being produced in a very short amount of time. People should question it. But also, this is probably the only time in the world where we have literally every scientist from every country working on one thing at the same time. So that's a that's a good plus. But it, it is quite fascinating that we've never questioned all of these other drugs like headache medicine, birth control pills, all this other stuff. And or especially, you know, people who do drugs. I mean, there are people who do hardcore drugs and they are questioning vaccines. And it's like, yeah. really? Yeah, we're going to question this. Really? Bro? Like, I don't yeah. know. You know, that stuff that you take in there and melting and all that kind of stuff. It's probably yeah. cut with glass and all sorts of shit in there. God. Not that yeah, we're making true. fun of people who take hardcore drugs, but it is just a little interesting that some people who do some really heavy stuff are questioning getting a vaccine because they don't want to pollute their bodies. Yeah, I hadn't, I, you know, I just hadn't thought about it in that way at all. Yeah, wow. I've, yeah, I've seen people who kind of, it's, people are strange. That's all they are, well, they, yeah, they are. <laughs> and it's it's a bit like, you know, you'll get people, see, I could, I could never figure this one out, why people that are heavy smokers would 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 question various things because you know it's not like their lungs are going to be more susceptible to covid uh but you know you you, you i don't know it's an addiction but you put tobacco smoke into your body yeah that is seriously toxic yeah so really how can you stuff. question the vaccine i don't know 
Well, it's probably different than all of us who eat tons and tons of sugar every day. And then we question yeah. putting other poisons in our body. So I, I think sometimes our, our human brains are just wired <laughs> oddly. Yeah. Mm. It's like we can legitimize one thing, but question another, even though like it's kind of the same thing. But, you know, I mean, you should question things no matter your status of drug use or sugar use. You should question. But don't be surprised when people throw you a little bit of side eye when you're questioning. Mm. Very <laughs> true. And I know many a vegan who throw side eye at meat eaters and vice versa. Oh, yeah, we 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 of course we do all that stuff. So <laughs> just eat your lettuce, people eat your lettuce and keep going. <laughs> so people who have not had the vaccine are at some point going to have to deal with, I guess, the vast majority of people who have had the vaccine. What's going to happen to those people? Are they going to just quieten down in the end, do you think? Because so many people have had it. Or do well, you think they'll be really vocal still? Well, and that's the interesting thing. We we say so many people have had it. And I think we actually, um, Dustin, looked up the numbers in the UK. I think you all are around 40% of the population vaccinated. Uh, we are on something like 40 percent fully vaccinated or something okay. i can i can actually tell you the stats right away because i have the government app that tells okay. me exactly what the numbers are let me just give you a live update as we speak so okay uh we've got so 69.7 percent of the adult population has had a first dose and okay. 38.5% of adults have had both doses. Okay, so we are still, it seems as though that is kind of the the stat across the world. I think we are at around 35%, but it seems on average around the world, 40%, 35 to 40% of the people are fully vaccinated. So that means there's a lot of people and a lot of kids that have not been vaccinated. And I know they've just approved for uh, those down to 16 years old to get the vaccine now. But we're all going to have to deal with each other. And that is going to be, I, I don't know how we're going to step through that because I saw the tweet that you sent out earlier and it was basically about somebody who went into the office was told, but kind of in hush-hush on the down low, that somebody else in the office didn't have the vaccine and they kind of opted out of wearing a mask. And so this kind of spilled into this whole thing about consent. You know, I should have the right to know if I'm putting myself at risk, but I don't know. I kind of also got to the thing of maybe it's a privacy issue because I personally don't care for my entire office to know everything about me medically. Yeah. I don't know. Where I don't know where where do you sit on that? Okay, let me think it through. I think that if someone hasn't had the vaccine, other people don't necessarily have the right to know that that's the case. Okay. Because it's a per it's a personal matter, isn't it? It's a personal matter. Um, well, it's a personal matter. And then when I come to the office, if I tell you as my boss, I'm, I assume that my boss is not going to go and tell my 
medical status, whatever the medical yeah. status is. Yeah. But we're also on this thing of if you are vaccinated, are you safe? Are you unsafe? It's a it's a it's a kind of a deep conversation, I think. Yeah. I mean this this conversation sort of played out on breakfast television here this morning. But if you're this is just my understanding, but if if you're vaccinated, if you're fully vaccinated, there is there is some evidence that there is a reduction in transmission, but it's not a hundred percent. And so you could transmit it. Uh, so the person that's unvaccinated could have it asymptomatically and pass it to the vaccinated person who then may pass it on. Um, the vaccinated person may have it and pass it to the unvaccinated person. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of ramifications of that. If it's from the vaccinated person to the unvaccinated person, they've kind of, have they put themselves in the situation and therefore it's their their fault? Um, is it fair that the unvaccinated person who potentially has it gives it to the vaccinated person who then passes it on asymptomatically? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. And the, the, the only thing that I can keep thinking is that this is not behaving in any other way than a virus normally would behave. No, it's not. So, so just because it's COVID, the, these ideas that we're talking about here don't just apply to COVID. They apply to anything, surely. I I agree because it's such it's such a weird thing to kind of kind of navigate. And I think the governments, um, I think they've kind of said we've done our job. We made sure a vaccine was out there. Now the rest of you got to figure this out on your own. And that's kind of my short version of what's happening here happening here in the United States is we did our job. Everybody goes back to whatever normal you think is and deal with the ramifications there. And also we've been getting, at least to me, some kind of conflicting information on what the vaccine does. Now we are being told that the vaccine protects you and you shouldn't get it, um, even if you're around vaccinated people. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's such a weird one. But when we go back into the office, I'm not sure if we are supposed to tell people, like, even if I am vaccinated, I, I kind of, I don't know if I really want to tell people unless you're, unless you ask, I'm, I'm probably not going to like display it and wear the t-shirt type thing. But uh, yeah. I wonder whether that's a thing. So, so here I'd say we're in the same situation. So I think the government have said, right, you know, we've, yeah, we've got a great vaccine program. And mm-hmm. so here you go. We've done our bit pff, go uh, up to you now be sensible. But I think I've, what I've witnessed here is that people are very open to saying I've had the vaccine. I've had the vaccine. How many of you had? I've had both of mine or I've had one. Like every conversation that I'm, <laughs> that I'm having seems to have how many of you had yet in the conversation. Yeah. I think people are open. People are open, but but when we start getting back into the office, I I don't know. It's I right now I feel like we are in a very open space, but is this only limited to talking about a vaccine? And I, I saw something else that you posted on Twitter. I've just been like stalking you, Paul. <laughs> uh, it's you, like it I'm was, saying clever things. You're saying you should go and check them out. But it was something about creating a menopausal oh, yeah. uh, uh, program or something um, at your office. And I don't know. I felt a little weird about that because 
I understand having policies in place for people, but the thing is when you have the policy and you have to use it, will people not go and blast it to the rest of the office? I'm not sure I want the rest of the office to know that I'm having a menopausal moment. <laughs> and wow. I've been around offices that are like that where you know, they go and Google everything about you. And it's like, okay, wait a minute. I really didn't know, need you to be all up in my medical record at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it'd be interesting to see whether people have specific COVID policies because there's a to do with the workplace. Cause there's, again, I kind of, I kind of have come to the conclusion that, and I sort of said this in my, my tweet, you know, Capitalism has won and COVID is around forever because capitalism and making money is more important than than getting rid of the virus. So we now have to to live with it and we have to navigate this because no one's helping us navigate it apart from ourselves. So um, that's why we've got to live with it. But uh, the thing with the menopause policy was really, it all stems from a, a television program that was on over here about uh, the menopause and how it's kind of an unspoken thing and that people need to understand it a bit better uh, to allow women to uh, deal with it really more Mm -hmm. effectively. And uh, basically, to cut a long story short, this made me think about uh, how (laughs) women pretty much, uh, it's not they have a shit time, but they, they put up with a lot really from menstruation to then having the baby and then maternity and then Mm -hmm. the whole idea around around that and then going through the menopause and men have it easy let's face it in that regard and i just create life and still go to work look at that yeah uh (laughs) but obviously they should be in the kitchen oh don't mean that i don't mean that we will be in the kitchen creating life and still go to work that's right girl power uh (laughs) (laughs) anyway so the thing about policies was I, uh, I was just trying to find information out, uh, really. That apparently, there are lots of policies that you can get. It's just that they cost you a couple of thousand pounds to have the license to, to use them. And I'm like, I don't think so. So I just wanted to, um, you know, think about that. By the way, uh, listener, if you can hear a load of noise in the background, one of my neighbors has decided to get the lawnmower out because um, at 20 to 8 in the evening, uh, that's a great time to start mowing your lawn. I might edit it out, but if I don't, you know. I don't hear why. anything. Oh, okay, good. Good. Yeah. Winding me up, but there we go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but I think the thing with policies, you're right. Do, do, when you have a policy, do you then act on it? Quite, maybe. I mean, I, I don't know what it's like in the States in terms of things like that, but here you would have a policy to refer to, you wouldn't necessarily uh, publicize that. In fact, you, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be allowed to say anything about um, someone's medical records to anyone else here. I mean, technically, of course, no one is allowed to say things, but, uh, but you know, people gossip at the office. And I think my response to your tweet, because the whole thread was this person it was told on the download that somebody else has a vaccine. And then of course that, you know, gets you all in your feelings and emotions. But my, the way I looked at it is that this is a, it's a, it's a very thin line between consent, you know, um, gossip, privacy, potential discrimination against people at work. And I just don't know where, where this will stop. 
you know, if we have this policy in place, which I think you should have a policy to reference things, but we also know that there is, you know, Chatty Cathy in the office who likes to say, you know, <laughs> well, why is Paul not at work today? Well, let me tell you what happened to him. Mm. And Chatty Cathy shouldn't be telling everybody's business. And I, I just don't know where, because that whole thing about the person you know, just keep it between us in the tweet. I was like, well, that's a little interesting. That's now it's just gossipy. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that, I suppose that's, yeah, I think maybe Catty Cathy, uh, <laughs> who's a great persona that we should work on. Uh, Catty mm-hmm. Cathy is, is never going to shut up about anything. She should not be trusted with any information. She certainly shouldn't be involved in the HR records. <laughs> but, but she is though. Mm, Kathy okay. is in the HR. <laughs> and then of course sometimes you have bosses that just don't understand the you know the thin line between telling the team why you're out sick versus just accepting that you're out sick. Because uh, you know I was talking to Dustin about this and I said there's something very interesting about us humans is that we always have to give a reason why we're not at work or you know, we, we just can't take a day off. We have to say, I'm going to the doctor or I'm going to the dentist or I'm taking my kids because we have to justify to our bosses who probably think we're just being lazy. I get it. I, I totally get it. But I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just wondering how we are going to deal with being in the same space with vaccinated, unvaccinated people, mask, you know, if people are getting triggered by seeing people with masks and you really just can't go around asking people their vaccination status that is i mean it's kind of cool right now but in a few months people may say you know i don't know you like that (laughs) i think people will get over it you know i think yeah i think the people are asking now because people are getting vaccinated i think once the vast majority of people are and you know with a bit of luck the, the the virus goes away to or becomes more manageable so it's more like flu or or something like that then um i think people will stop talking about that and 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 it will kind of become well it's you know it's their problem if they're not protected and they they catch it um i i suppose i think about employees can i make somebody get the flu jab no Mm -hmm. so um so if someone then catches flu and is and is off work for a long time what have i you know how would how would i deal with that well I, i can't really do anything really unless they are persistently off sick yeah uh so it it would have to be treated exactly exactly like that i guess um i think what's more interesting is the whole idea of isolation and imposed isolation you know at the moment if you catch coronavirus you have to isolate for 10 days if you one of your uh, people in your household uh has it you have to isolate for, for 10 days now you don't have to do that with the flu now I appreciate COVID's mm-hmm. a, a, at the, currently at the moment a, a worse disease, or that might be controversial to some people, but you know, <laughs> that's how that's what I believe. So we we don't do that for flu, and so the impact uh, would would potentially be be different there, I guess. So I think for me, it's all coming back to at what point does this start becoming like how we treat every other virus or illness. And and that's when it'll probably feel a little bit more normal. But once people are mainly vaccinated, I don't think people will be asking whether they're vaccinated or not because people will just assume that you are. You know, I, I think a lot of people will assume that you are. But unfortunately, I think with leadership in some countries and and we're still seeing the devastation of 
of COVID. Of course, we we're sitting in our first world privilege and <laughs> there's some other countries that are still going through all of the crazy around this. And we're in our own little bubbles. So we still have to interact with the rest of the global world because people are, you know, trying to plan vacations. And it's like, you know what, other people are still dealing with this. So it's not something that we can just forget about anytime soon. But also, like, how do we deal with people coming back to work? I, I think our leadership has politicized this so much mm. that we are operating in kind of, you know, po political ways you know, of ostracizing people who got the vaccine or didn't get the vaccine. And now if we're trying to come back to work, do we shove all unvaccinated people in one space? Do vac vaccinated people get free reign of everything? I don't know. How does this work? <laughs> it's such a shame, really, if you think about it, that it's become politicized in the way yeah. that it has, because it's lost the humanitarian essence of it, which is, which is, a, a, you know, it's a disease uh caused by a virus and and it causes long-term sickness if you don't die um it's, it's a total disaster really so but but we seem to have lost it uh i think if if one can have a bit more compassion towards how somebody else may may feel I, i'm perfectly happy not happy I, <laughs> I can perfectly accept someone who doesn't want the vaccine if that's how they feel because they are scared of what's in it or they are concerned that it hasn't been tested and things like that. I mean, I've got no time for that. It's full of 5G and Bill Gates got a microchip in there. Yeah, it's like, okay, just go sit on a sofa yeah. with that one. <laughs> but, but, but someone who says they are, they are concerned about what it contains or they're unsure, well, I've got sympathy with, with that. I mean, I would like them to get vaccinated because I believe that that's what the right thing is to, to do for the, the greater good. But you know, if that's what they believe, then I'll, I'll try and give them some compassion with that and hope that they don't die. Not that I'm laughing, but yes, I, I don't, I hope you don't end the conversation that way. Like, good for you. I hope you don't die. <laughs> no, well, uh, to, to be honest, though, I don't get involved in those conversations now with anyone. Oh, no, it's, it's not worth the brain cells to even have that conversation. So... I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how we all navigate this because some people don't want to go back to work. And then now we got to figure out who gets to go back to work, where are people sitting, and do we have to expose our vaccination status? And I, we're starting to see now restaurants here will only let you in if you show a vaccine card, your vaccine card. Oh, we will never get to that point here. We will never, I, ever get to that point. I'm seeing that with a lot of hairdressers that they only want you to show your vaccine card if you are coming into their salon. It's I, I won't say it's you know it's pervasive, but you know everywhere. But it is uh, it is starting in some places, and it's it's just fascinating how we're gonna get through this. Well, I hope we are. I can I can tell you one thing. With you on this podcast, I will get through this, Felicia. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> and here we thought we were we weren't going to have enough content coming into 2021. <laughs> well, we thought we were going to be like, oh, searching for content, but here we go. Uh, 2020 has not ended yet. <laughs> no, it's the, it's the year that keeps on giving. I know. When do you think it's going to end? When can we stop talking about 2020? I'm just going to say everything is 2020. When do you think we can stop talking about it? I'm going to put a prediction. I'm going to say. Uh I'm going to say 2024. Okay. Okay. I can see 2024. 
I'm going I long. I see that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't think it'll I'll be just... very popular, but I think they'll just be, you know, little pockets, little things popping up now and again, little reminders. And then, see, it might be that it ends in sort of like 2023, but then you've got the memorials and people talking about, you know, what memorial are we going to build? What statue? Oh, yeah. You know? oh, if that's the case in 2025, because <laughs> we have, I mean, I, I guess it depends on what country you're in. Because if some yeah. countries are just going through it, they got to, you know, 2020 is just kicking off for them. Oh, my God. They've got all this to come. Do you know what they'll do, though? <sighs> they'll, yeah. We need to do a targeted ad campaign towards countries that are just going through their, their, their peak and say, you need this show. <laughs> Listen to this show. This is going to help you get through it. We've been there. Live, live yeah. through it with us. <laughs> this is our therapy to get through all this crazy. <laughs> that would be awesome. Well, that's what we'll time. that's what we'll try. We'll try. We've got to find oh. some benefit from it. Well, we will. We will. We'll get out of this. Twenty twenty five. This will be a long run podcast, I guess. <laughs> We're going to be old by then. Oh my gosh! Well, keep listening, folks, because I'm sure we've got more to talk about. Oh yes, we do. But this was this was a very insightful conversation. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Felicia. See you next time. See ya. Part of the Like Mind Media Network.